Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for downloading today's podcast. Great to have your company wherever you may be um, around the world or in this fine country of Australia. We were just chatting about uh, Drive to Survive, Maddie. Have you watched any of that documentary? You would like it, Abby, actually. No, you I like the fast like, cars. Yes. I did like um, Ferrari versus Ford. Oh, yeah. <gasps> this goes into that kind of thing. Oh, I loved yep. it. Have you seen that movie? No. Everyone should see that movie. It mm. is brilliant. Christian Bale, Matt Damon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ford versus Ferrari. True story. Yes, it is a true story. Mm. And Drive to Survive is a documentary behind the scenes of F1 racing. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Ne- well Netflix together, yeah. or yeah, Netflix. Who, who's in that? Uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Have you seen it? Uh, Al, Al, uh, what's his, the one with the L? Uh, uh, Alex. Lewis Hamilton? That's the one. Oh. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton was going out with... The girl from uh, Pussycat Dolls, Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah, yeah very. Yeah, so they're going out for a while. He's I apparently think they were married, weren't no, they? No, mm. never got married. Uh, but he's. Uh, <laughs> do you want facts or what do you want? Yeah, you no, want to be like, able to talk no, or what ne- do you want? Never got married. Like, apparently, they he's have a married, brilliant no. pianist. Okay, maybe I should. Check That's probably that. why they made a musical out of his life. Mm. Mm. They um. The re, the, some of the training, and I'm sure this is in the documentary, yeah. but I've seen the way that those guys train mm. is unbelievable. Oh. They have this machine they sit in, because obviously the G-force of the e. car, how fast they're going, they sit in this machine and they do this thing, it's like they their version of weights, where they turn the steering wheel left and right, mm. and it must have real hard Gets tension on harder, it, yeah. and they have to do that. Yeah. And then there's another reflex thing that they do, where they've got to tap stuff. What are you doing? All right, this is uh, Lewis Hamilton playing the piano. All right. mm, thank you, Lewis. It'd be cute if he just busted into ding, 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 ding. Bit of chopsticks. Yeah. Um, I really thought they got married. They were together for quite a while. Nicole yeah, a long him, time. Do you want me to check? No, I believe you. I believe uh, you. I just, I think I just yeah. assumed because they uh. were together for so long. You ever been to a car race? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I used to go when I worked on the Gold Coast and lived go there and go to Indy. Yeah, I've been to a couple of I mean, I, I didn't go for the cars. I went mm. for the party. But yeah, when it was Indy and then when it changed to V8 supercars, mm-hmm. we were there all the time. Mm. Um, but they're the, they're the only ones. It's loud. Loud. So, loud. so loud. You know, you when what? you walk over the top of the track and the cars yeah. go under, like it's, it's mm. actually... The Scares first time you. you go, I was like scared. I wasn't yeah. ready. Well, we for started it. going. To, we used to go to the Grand Prix when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Our parents used to take us every year. Mm-hmm. Clipsal? Uh, no, 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 Clipsal's a V8. Ah, Talking about the Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Yeah. So That's... the Grand Prix used to be in Adelaide, and then it moved to Melbourne. Melbourne, and they just secured oh. a deal where it's going to be in Melbourne for another 10, 15, 20 years. Are you maybe? sure? Because I'm. Oh yes, and then Clipsal finished, but then my friend Peter Malinowskis has brought Clipsal back, so the V8s are going back into Adelaide. Mm, there you go. There you go. Mm. Mad March. Mm. Isn't that in LA they call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 stuff. We can go to the V8s. Do you want to go to the V8s next time? Yeah, that'd be fun. you got to get like, yeah, it's pretty good. Got to get like what? <laughs> mm, it's a whole day event. No, the indie ones are all that, that high-pitched screaming one. <laughs> yeah, like That's that. actually pretty good. I know, I'll try it again. <laughs> is that Stab or is that? A car. I'm like that guy from Police Academy. High tower. What else can you do? Um, I can do a good bowling alley. It's from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me just turn the volume up. Hang on. <laughs> got a uh, <laughs> got a ball. Got a ball. Got a ball. Hey, answers to Alpha Bucks in the middle of the podcast. Here we go. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, it's been happening more and more uh, recently, and actually 131060, I'd like to hear the strange reason or weird reason you've been kicked off socials, Facebook or Instagram, uh, because I went around to my mum's house uh, on the weekend because she has got eight Border Collie puppies. Uh, and she bred her um, dog with uh, another dog. I how believe that's how keep? it works. Uh, she's keeping one. Okay, and how many are you going to keep? None. How many does Rory want you to keep? All of them. Mm. Oh, how not, many does not Kat all want of them. you to keep? One of them pooped in her hand, so not that one. Uh, yeah, the, it was a struggle to get out of there without another one, but I did it. Because you're, put your foot down. I ran away. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and she said, uh, I said, well, they must have all have gone. Because, you know, pandemic, dogs are going like crazy. Yes. Everyone wants a dog. Oh, everyone wants a dog. Uh, and she's like, no, actually, um, I haven't been able to really advertise them because I got kicked off Facebook. And I was like, oh, what have you been up to? You saucy minx. Um, been doing some only pups. You presumed it was that? Because you can get it for abuse. Yes. Yeah. Or complaints. Mm-hmm. Or a nipple. Or a nipple, yeah. I think you get a warning first. So did she get a warning? Did you get a nipple warning? Well, you get a warning about the content being taken down. No. Maybe she, she put banned. two Seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it kind of was. It kind of was for the same reason. Because, yes, she got banned from Facebook for putting up a picture of her puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? She got banned from... Was she selling saying, them on there? Saying he, yeah, saying, he, I've got some puppies. Because you're not allowed to sell them, are you? That's are you not, the thing. Yeah, you're yeah. not allowed to sell... Oh, can't you sell livestock on... Well, no, you're supposed to pay them, I Mm. think. When you're selling stuff, unless it's on Facebook Marketplace, Mm. you can't just post it on your Facebook. I think even even, um, you can't sell animals. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. Can you sell them on eBay? You can't either, can you? I know you can't do humans because that person got in trouble about it, remember? It's so so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) You can do pickup. You can do pickup only. (laughs) I thought it was going to be a German shepherd. I ended up with a guy, a German (laughs) shepherd. (laughs) (laughs) Better the sheep. Uh, Yeah, so she got booted off because she put up an ad saying... What's the rule? Can she go back on? Seven-day ban. Seven-day ban. How hard was it for us to get the scams taken down from Facebook? That's a good point. And all of a sudden she's got kicked off like that. That's a very good point. There are other people that have been um, had had trouble with it. There was mm. a, a guy, and uh, I know I know a couple of people I haven't asked him if they'd had trouble, um, but his name is ISIS. And every time he tries to set up an, a Facebook profile, they say, no, you can't do that. People that share names with celebrities also have a hard time because people think that Facebook thinks oh, that you're scamming yeah. them if you try to set up a Katy Perry Facebook account, even if Katy Perry is your real name. Yeah. Um, so you can. You get booted off for weird reasons. But yeah, puppies. Who would have so thought? And they're seven cute. day ban. Yeah, she's back now. Okay. Yeah. And what did yesterday. she do? Did she just post it again? How is she going to sell them? Uh, How do you sell them then? Um, you can't sell them on Facebook. You m- maybe like um, gum, Gumtree, I think, mm. is the go. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Um, if you can, you give away puppies. Can she say she's giving them away, and then when they oh, message her, want to, we didn't even know you'd get banned from putting the photos. So we don't know. Yeah. yeah, but no, she's not giving them away. No, and then when they message her, go psych. Is this still available? Charity Is this still available? Oh, that would oh, so happy too. Still got, yes, <laughs> I still have the puppies. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. So today? pets and most live animals. Most. most. What's with most? Most. Anyway. That's, um, yeah, they're not able to on eBay. No. Um, but I don't know what most is. Hmm. If you know anymore, you can call 131060. Yeah, pro- uh, promotion of sales of all animals is forbidden. Because pet, that's why Pets that can also not be given away. Okay. That, yeah, that was the, the one of the reasons they gave us because you could have kidnapped the dog. There's no way of, of controlling that the dog is yours. Oh, and dog napping okay. and kidnapping. After like is quite, scamming and you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, okay. people, you know, people kidnap dogs and then sell them. Especially if they're purebred. 
Yeah, so. yeah, it is pretty so you, bad. On Gumtree, you can, uh-huh. but you, there needs to be a minimum age requirement for the young animals and fees apply. Right. <laughs> age limit for puppies sounds a bit strange. Mm. Well, 18. people are selling cows. Months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are they alive? Yeah. Cows? Yeah. Oh, are you oh, interested? Proof. Oh, that's just steak, isn't it? <laughs> Before we get to those calls, though, 131060, Stephanie, you've got some advice for Stab's mum how she can um, sell her puppies. Hello, yeah, hi. We had the same problem. We uh, had our puppies, our dogs had puppies. We went to list them on Facebook. We got kicked off. And then in Gumtree, like, once you have puppies, you have to be registered as a breeder. Right. So you're technically a breeder. Mm-hmm. And so we registered and did that. But then on Gumtree, you have to be a certain type of breeding association. Otherwise, you can only list them for $500 or less. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, because that's one thing. Yeah, they say it's a purebred, but mm. then it's not. Yeah. Right. Are they purebred or you don't know? No, they are. Yeah. So how much was she, is she charging for one? I think 2000 I think. Just right. sell them now. Well, <laughs> well, Stephanie, <laughs> hold there and we'll chat to you off the air. We'll, we'll get you in touch with Stab's mum. Mm. Get these puppies going. Angelie has called us on 131060. What did you get kicked off social media for? So it wasn't my uh, me personally, it was my mate. So he got kicked off Tinder for advertising for vanilla car. It wasn't my, uh, me personally, it was my mate. So he got kicked off Tinder for advertising for vanilla coke. <laughs> Because oh, it's such a terrible... So it was just a running joke with him. He loves vanilla Coke. So he would always put in his bio, it's just like, if you're just a normal Coke drinker, like, don't swipe right kind of thing. <laughs> um, and Coca-Cola got back to him being like, hey, this is actually against our, like, like some kind of rule or something like that. It was just like, please, um, we've now deactivated your account. You're not allowed to use your account for the next 300 300- days or something like that. Oh, wow. Oh. I thought they would have been like, thank you so much. Did they even do no, like a side no. note? Thank you for loving our product. Yeah, they were absolutely against it. They were just like, nope, you've got to be banned from Tinder now and the poor guy's now just on Humble. So, <laughs> Imagine if you did that. You know how some you, you, occasionally you'll put up something like, not a sponsored thing, just really like mm. this product. And then the product gets in contact with you and goes, can you not do that? Please? I always get scared about that because <laughs> yeah. I always post about like creams I like. Yeah. And I'm scared that they go, um, Abby, you're not really the face that we're hoping for. Do you mind not saying that you like it? <laughs> it doesn't look like it's working on you, Abby. Stop saying you're using it. Wow. Out. Hey, Rhiannon. Um, why did you get kicked off Facebook? Um, I was selling a buffet and the colour was ice white. Mm. And because I put ice in the Facebook ad, they booted me. Ice they for sale. Because wow. they've got... Trying to sell ice. Trying to sell ice. Who wants to buy a buffet of ice? i got stacks of it, guys. How long were you banned for? Uh, I appealed it. They sent oh. me a, a, um, a message saying, why do you want to um, sell ice? And I said, well, <laughs> this is actually the label. And I sent them a photo of the label that said the colour. Mm. Um, so they let me back on within 48 hours, right. I think it was. Don't get her wrong. The buffet was stuffed with drugs. But, yeah. <laughs> but it was very cheap if it was stuffed, stuffed with that much ice. <laughs> Rihanna, how do you know the price of it? Who knows? Yeah. I expect it would be a lot higher than the $40 that we I had on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. If you gave yourself a different job title, like you're doing the same work but you just changed the name, do you uh-huh. think it would make you feel better? Because we all know that people work in different jobs and you're like, oh, and I blame Subway for it. They were the first to do it. 
Because excuse me, they were they were sandwich artists. Yes, Come they on, were. mate. Come yeah. on. Yes, we were. And then Disney uh, decided to call their anyone that works there cast members. Yeah, because uh-huh. you should also right. be performing, which is great. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. said that it made them feel like you know, oh yes, I'm a cast member. I'm mm-hmm. not an employee. Yeah, uh, but you still are. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, I will get my large fries, please. Can you hurry up? Yeah, it's still the same, you know, when people... Picasso, had, just make the sandwich. Yeah. I had sanitation engineer the other day, uh-huh. sanitation oh, engineer. Yeah. yeah. Fuel pump technician back in the day. Oh, yeah. But I was just thinking about it with the names that we even call different things because the RNA showgrounds have said, look, we'll put our hand up um, to play uh, AFL games to play there because mm-hmm. the Gabba is going to be redone. So they're like they're looking for another place. We're going to do ours up, ready for the Olympics as well. It'll be ready. Why don't you come and play? Right. But they haven't just said it's a temporary one. They said it's a boutique stadium. A boutique stadium. Well, they're going to sell women's clothing in there as well, boutique. are they? It's definitely a boutique. Boutique is. I don't know. It's a French it? word. I think doesn't boutique mean like fancy? Let's have a look. <laughs> you know, like, well, that's what I want to go. Like, I love my football. You guys know that we're there every week. Yeah. But I don't. I don't need someone to pretend that we're going to a fancy place. We yeah, don't I mean, serve beer. We only serve champagne <laughs> and canapas, <laughs> and it's double the price to get in. Sugary okay. champagne, otherwise known as bourbon. Oh, right. <laughs> well, that's not. That's not great. What? Yeah, a boutique yeah. is—it's a small business or establishment. So they're saying it's going to be—it's just a fancy way to say a small stadium. Well, yes, it, well, it will be smaller. I guess you can't go. It can't hey, be we want to play all the AFL games here, so we're going to build a smaller stadium. But well, if you it's say not boutique, as big. Well, they're saying they're not going to be out of fit, so they just mm. said boutique. Right. But it's just like it's the same thing. But yeah. if you call it something different, yeah. it sounds better. So, oh, look at this pop-up store in the middle of the mall. Yeah, that's just just it, trying to pop up and get as much money of you as possible, and then we'll move on. Couldn't afford the rent. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can afford the rent for one week, but also <laughs> pop up store. You can't say concept store. Concept. Store. I'm not very. Uh, you can't say it's my trestle table and three by three store. It no. doesn't have the same. But it would be good know. if we just called things by what it was. Mm. The other thing I'll say about this stadium is it's an intimate setting. Oh, oh intimate means we couldn't afford a big place. Correct. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you what else. The intimate it is. dining. We've only got five people that can sit there. Tell you what else it is. It's a bespoke stadium. Mm. Specifically made for that. What's bespoke? Stadium? Stoke, specifically made, made for, for So if I had a hat and you went, oh, that's a nice hat, and it's bespoke. And it but it wouldn't be bespoke because this would be for other things as well, like the fireworks. <laughs> it's bespoke, Abby. It's not. It's not made for the AFL. It's just temporary. Just call it what it is. Temporary stadium. <laughs> it's a pop-up boutique stadium with an intimate setting. It is. It's all of those things. <laughs> I'd go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm going to be honest. Didn't here. think it would happen? What? Didn't think it would happen? No, even more honest than that. Okay. Um, because at the start of the game, I'm going to freely admit, I was kind of over Origin. I was at the point where I was thinking mentally in my head, I kind of hope it's 30 nil at halftime and I can go to bed. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just wasn't feeling it. You just didn't think that Marines had it in them? Or? I didn't even know. I didn't even care who won. I was just like, you know what? Yeah, mm. it'll happen. It happens every year. Yada, yada. If you guys do want to raid the studio and pick it, um, I will open up the front door so you can come on yeah, in well, and I, you can... I'm being honest, him. it was probably the first it. time I'm really into it. Well, this is the thing. By the, how, can, by the, how can you be over State of Origin? It is the greatest, like, well, moment of the year. This is the thing, Manny. It's downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, 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 wait. Look at next Got, year. Yeah. <laughs> by the end of that 80 minutes of football, my wife looked over at me 
and <laughs> as she does many times <laughs> during the week, and said, are you crying? And I said, yes, I am. I was in tears. It was a spectacle I have never witnessed before in my life. I've been watching State of Origin football since 1987, and that was, without a doubt in my mind, the best game of rugby league, regardless, not even Origin, that I have ever seen. Do you reckon it's true? And do you reckon you like it because they're like, it's like the 80s again? (laughs) Because that's when I watched. (laughs) Uh I loved that breed of football. It was intense. They were just running at each other. No fear of their bodily injuries. I know there was a bit too many injuries for me at the start. The yeah. first... I, had to, I had to walk and go and get a cup of tea. If it, if, <laughs> look, if it was the under eights, you'd be saying, all right, boys, remember, right, boys, your then... heads go to the side. They yes. don't go into yes. the hip of the other yeah. player. Hey, okay? hey, just take it easy on my boy. Okay? <laughs> I said, said to my wife after the end, there were, there were about four, four things maybe that occurred in that game that I haven't seen in a game of football, and they all occurred in one game of football. Like, it was just insane. The skill, the the, the the first 10 minutes of the second half was as intense as the first 10 minutes of the first half, and that's almost impossible for the players. They would have been exhausted. Tears. I think there's so many young guns that came in and just mm. had the intensity of, we're going to, yeah, really mm. want it. And on both sides. New South Wales played a great game mm. as well. Yeah, yeah they still lost. <laughs> um, Tom Dearden, though, uh, who's the 21-year-old, stepped in for Cameron Munster. We had him at the Broncos. Mm. And uh, when things weren't great and they let him go. And, you know, everyone does the classic thing, like, well, see how he played last night. Imagine, mm. you know, imagine if he stayed at the Broncos. But he wouldn't have turned into that player, you know, like mm. the best Sometimes thing that happened to him. you got to leave to get better. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You got to, you know, he left. He now leads um, the Cowboys mm. in the top four. Um, they, they could win the premiership this year. Uh, and he, could you imagine last night for him, mm. 21 years old? Mm. And I know for me, I always think he's one year older than my son. Um, <laughs> like, could you imagine running out there uh. and, and playing the way that he did? I yeah. could see it on their faces. And I yeah. did just feel like going, oh my God, this is such a big moment. It's a big moment for everyone watching it. But when they're singing or attempting to mouth the words to the uh, uh, anthem, anthem mm, yeah. I just thought, Wow, they must just get tingles. Even seeing them come off the bus in their suits mm-hmm. yeah, and they've yeah. all got different ear pods in mm. listening to their music. I'm like, this is just their, their dream come yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, Listening to Never Gonna Give You Up, <laughs> Never Gonna Let You Down. I always wonder that. I'm like, do you mind if I just have a listen? Yeah. Can I just have a little bit of a speech? I'm like, what is that? Like a <laughs> I knew you were trouble. <laughs> and I think after the, the year we've had, 2022 has been a bit of a... Crappy yeah. year to start with. I think a lot of Queenslanders needed that last night. It was, it was, yeah. it was just epic. For the record, I never doubted from the start. No, said, you never do. You, said, but you never have. Oh, and I think and we I also have will. to give credit, and I need to make this public because our um, sound guy Adrian made a, he had a bold statement, um, and if he, he wants to come on and tell us what he what he said at the start of the game, and now <laughs> I believe him because he's a good friend of mine, but he has no evidence that he actually said this. Um, before the game started. He but didn't make it up. Adrian, what did you say before? Because your friends were a bit like me. They were like, oh, you know, do we should we watch or shouldn't we? And what did you say? Um, I said that Ben Hunt is going to win the game, have confidence, he's going to score the winning try, and he's going to redeem all the stuff he did with dropping the ball in the 2015 grand final. They said that in the commentary. They did say, hey, but this makes up everything. <laughs> I, I actually was like, I wonder where I could put that bet on <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Sports bet without it going. Um, we are going to try and call Paddy Carrigan this morning. I think it's cruel. Like, don't get me wrong, I want to <laughs> chat to him. Yeah, because mm. he won uh, Player of the Series, yep. and, and he deserved it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't his fault though with this though. You gotta remember there was a lot of like there was a lot of media on the field at the time. He oh, was yeah. talking to people, he was congratulating. Yeah. The guy talks all the time. Yeah. He doesn't shut up. Yeah. He... Patty. Yeah. Oh, you've done this, Maddie. Uh, 
If you, yeah, well, it's a bit different accepting an ambassadorship at Gambaro's and getting player of the match. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he realised that his name was called and what it was yeah, for. Yeah. yeah, so he's standing there um, and they announce his name and he's at the back of the crew, uh, the back of the team. Mm. The player of the series who from Queensland is Patrick Carrigan. Uh, I don't know what to say. I missed all that. Um, yeah. Molly <laughs> Lewis hands him a medal and he's like, what's this what? for? <laughs> Cheers. Oh, Thanks, mate. It's got your oh, face on it, mate. Oh. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, $10,000 tomorrow. Uh, it'll be the 15th of July. It certainly shall be. Payday and... tomorrow, baby. Let's get <laughs> some money. Oh, we're going to do um, fact check Friday. Yes, I've written one down as well that I want to get checked. Friday. Yes. Oh. That, is, that is a fact. That is a fact. Oh, my God. For some reason, I thought it was Wednesday. You know when that dawns what? on you? I don't know. Just for a second. Because the origin was on Sunday last time. I don't know why anyway. I was thinking. Uh, clues for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Your letter is L. You got laundry. You got lasagna. And doink, doink. Law and order. Law and order. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> Paddy Carrigan, he was brilliant last night, man of the match. Mm-hmm. Man of the series. series. Series, sorry, man of the series. Sorry. Yeah, so. Sorry. Well, he didn't even know what he won, so why should I know? That's a good point. The great moment um, when Wally Lewis is standing there on stage with the medal in hand um, and Paddy's chatting away with the rest of the team members. The producer pushes him to the front. He's on stage to accept. The player of the series who from Queensland is Patrick Carrigan. Ah. Uh, I don't know what to say. I missed all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? No, they're staying at the W Hotel, which is just down the road. Yeah, yeah we can see it from here. They're right there. We're, um, Do we're... you think he's awake? Oh, I reckon it would be by now. Okay. You reckon you would by think? 8 o'clock? Yeah, you want, you got, you got a breakfast. Not a chance. It finishes at 10, doesn't it? You say not a chance? Not a chance. Uh, what are they at the... W, w. Yeah. yeah, it does close at 10. Yeah. yeah. So let's ring, let, we're going to ring him. We've texted him to see if we could chat to him, and he didn't answer. So we're just going to just ring him throughout the morning. Remind and him he's he on air up. quickly, please. Mm. Okay. Oh, already we changed it. Paddy Carrigan, Wally Lewis Medal. I was going to ask if you reckon that he's changed his answering machine. Hello, this is Pat, the Wally Medal. He's quite humble. Yeah, true. The person you are calling is not available. Does that Please mean leave canceled? a short message and it will be leave sent as an audio good. message. So well done. Patty Cakes, Stab Abby and Matt, champion. Uh, good game last night. Congratulations. Sorry about the nickname there. Um, Your hair looks good as well, by the way. I was mm. just saying that. Does. Very Thor-like. Oh, very good. I like it with long hair. Um... Did that, that sound a bit That's too much? That's a little bit too, too much. And now it's on a message. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't Sorry, that wasn't creepy, Patty. I was just saying, like, I... Oh, you're going to leave one of those messages. We're going to have to call back and leave another one. Sorry about that. Awkward. Can you delete this? (laughs) Um, But no, great game. (laughs) We want to talk to you. We're going to ring. I'm hanging up. I'm going to ring you one more time. Okay. He's not going to. You didn't give him enough time. I did sound creepy, didn't I? A little bit. I didn't mean like that. Mm. We'll have to break into his hotel room, steal his phone. (laughs) Can't have him hearing that. (laughs) I wouldn't have had enough time to hear it. I I feel. That's good. You can tell him to erase it before he's even heard it. He's not going to answer. Would you? You said. 100% no. You won't listen to voicemails. I don't listen to voicemails. I always find the more you ring someone, the more they want to pick up. Mm. I reckon it doesn't. The person you are calling is not available. 
Hey, not obsessed or anything. Just wanted to apologise about before. <laughs> I forget all that. We're chill, right? Yeah, we're cool. Oh, sorry. I was trying to ring the other patty. <laughs> Still on for Thursday. All right. Other patty cake. We'll keep trying. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Homeboy seems so lame. Do it anonymously. You called about your neighbours? No. We have call ID. We're cops. Everybody has call ID. I hate to say this, but I'm going to go a little bit uh, Tracy Grimshaw right now um, because 131060, it is a classic of the uh, current affairs worlds. So we'd like to hear about your bad neighbours. Yeah, complain about them. Complain you can remain anonymous. You can. But your home should be like your perfect place where mm. you should go and relax. Your and castle. you've just got annoying neighbours. And this one I sympathise with because it is something that I cannot stand. I wish they were all banished from existence. But a, a mum has posted on Mum's Net, great place to go if you want to have a whinge on the internet, um, that they had neighbours and they had a lot of wind chimes. Not just one, not just two, but a lot of wind chimes and also not just the little tinkle tinkle ones. These were like massive. Think of like organs in a church organ <laughs> clanging together <laughs> in, the, know, in the breeze. You've gone, you know, you've crossed a line mm. when your wind chime mm. is the hollowed out bamboo, you uh-huh. know, the real large ones. Mm-hmm. And they're well, why do people like them? I mean, I My do like those ones. Oh, My mum l- has like 50 on her back deck. It's insane. It's, it's and nightmarish. Now I know why you hate them. I can't. So I, did you grow up with them? Yes. I even, for, for one of her birthdays, I gave her a pair. I made a, a set of wind chimes, but they were foam. So it just went. So why does she like the noise the whole time? Because I, I can know, understand one. Out the voices. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She actually had to take hers down the other day because it was so windy the other day. And it was like you could, they get tangled. couldn't hear anything. Couldn't yeah. hear anything. Yeah. And then they get tangled they get up tangled. and you got to pull them apart. Oh, I reckon anyone, I was the like bad neighbour. Why? What did you do? Uh, just when we were living in Sydney, we were terrible with music all throughout the nights. Mm. Like now I look back and we had parties the whole time. Mm. And we thought the best thing was to do was to invite our neighbours over for the first party and they said to us they're like oh my god this is so cool you've cleared out the lounge room for the party like where'd you put your furniture Mm. and we were like (laughs) 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 oh we don't have any furniture grab a milk crate um and so we tried to include them and then they were just a young couple that Mm. eventually it was like knock knock hey guys you're gonna have to turn it off it's a thursday we're like yeah 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 we will and you turn it off for a little while and then someone would crank it back up that's that's the trick isn't it you really got to get your neighbors on board with your bad lifestyle yeah Mm -hmm. so you can all get along Mm. yeah yeah. Well, you yeah. guys know the old bloke across the road hates me. Yeah, still. Why yeah. are you a bad neighbour, though, just because you park out the front of his house? No, because his lawn makes everyone else's lawn look bad. No, was... he's not a lawn guy, though, the neighbour. Yeah, he just, because he's lived there his whole life, the old bloke, and he just doesn't like that I've always got tradies coming in and out, you know, because we it's renovated the house. It's a quiet street, house. and plus yeah. it's sort of, no one really goes up that way, do they? No. Every time a tradie comes to our place, they, the first question they ask me, they go, which one's the one that hates you? <laughs> <laughs> and you go, see that guy in the Take window number. there? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the street. <laughs> Is there, the rest of the street's okay with you, though, aren't they? As far as I know. As far, uh, There's some, it always does end up on a current affair, though, when you have those love big it. brawls, and it's always about, like, trees over the mm-hmm. fence. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's always something petty, and yeah. that's what's so wonderful about neighbour fights is, mm. you know, like... When you think about it 10 years later, you're like, oh, that was kind of childish, really. Mm. Mm. Have you ever been hated by a neighbour? Not that I've been told, but I assume yes. You hate any of your neighbours? No, I've always had pretty but good... But do you know them? 
Yeah, yeah, on both sides. But the one on one side gives us um, lemons uh, uh, quite a lot, and the other one on the other side, Rory uh, leaves messages in their mailbox for them, and then when they go away on holidays, they send us postcards. Oh, that's, oh, cute. that's yeah. nice. Lovely. That is hmm. cute. You still know, don't know their name? No, I know all their names. Remember yeah. when you didn't know their name for I, a while? Yes, yes. Called them Bart and Tracy. It was Mark and Lisa. <laughs> well, that was just a test <laughs> for them. <laughs> How long did you call them that for? I don't know if we actually, because you don't you know, call anyone that. You're just like, hey, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Hey, champ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can go years on that. But bad neighbours. What neighbour fights have you had? Why have your neighbours hated you? Maybe why have you hated your neighbours? Mm-hmm. This is your chance. Kimberly. <laughs> Hi. Morning. What about bad neighbours? Tell us what's happened. So it's not actually my story. It's my sister and brother-in-law. They live in Brizzy and a couple of weeks ago, uh, my brother-in-law was on the treadmill like about 5am in the morning before work. And an hour later, my sister and her little like one-year-old got woken up to like this really loud rock music playing and she could hear someone like yelling as well. Mm. And she said to my, like, her husband, like, what's going on? Do you have music playing? And he's like, no. So they just kind of ignored it. And then after work that day, they got home and there was a note from their neighbour saying, hi, number, such and such. This is number, their next door neighbour's house number. <laughs> um, Thanks for waking me up at 5am running on your treadmill. Noise between 10pm and 7am oh. um, should be kept to a minimum. <laughs> anyway, my brother-in-law is South African and just like super friendly and just like wanting to sort it out. So he went next door and like the lights were on. They were clearly home and knocked on the door and they just ignored them. Oh, oh they only like the letters. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he retaliated with this, like, yelling and loud music at, like, 6.37, like, waking my sister and her, like, my nephew up. It's hard when you work out what time people go, like, wake up. Because, Mm. like, tradies are actually their start, I think, at 6.30. 6.30, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen someone on our street when those tradies, like, absolutely yelling. And I'm like, how dare you make noise between 7.30? I'm going to call and complain. And they're like, go for it. Go for it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's... But you realise some people don't wake up till later. That's right. Hey, Beck. Yeah. Bad neighbours. What's going on? Oh, we have terrible neighbours. We have two little boys who are budding soccer players, and uh, she will not throw balls back that go over the fence. Oh, that's annoying. Have you ever thrown the kids over? Like, you know, you hoist (laughs) them over the fence to go and run and do the run and get them, and then you pick them back up again? Well, the first couple of years, we didn't have a fence, and they'd run over and get the balls until she called the police on them. Oh, (laughs) no! The, The cops wouldn't have cared, would they? No, they didn't. But oh, <laughs> we no. have we have a fence now, and they still accidentally kick them over, but you never get them back. I thought you meant throw the kids over, as in, like, then you have to go around and, can I have my kid back? Uh, He's in your backyard. No, you know when you hoist them over the fence and you're like, run, quick, and they run and do that. They're not returning things. We're going out tonight, so we'll put the kids in the backyard. backyard. You keep them. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. We've got Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder from West Brisbane. Yes. Bad neighbours. Yeah, so, yeah, my problem is that uh, I've been living in the area for, like, 15 years. It's uh, an elite cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. And we've got a neighbour across the road, down the road, which is about 75 metres, is growing bamboo. Oh. Well, it's out of control. Mm. Out of control. Terrible mm. stuff. And, and unfortunately, you can't even, he can't even get an electrician into his roof. It takes three days right. to pull the tiles off. But mm. the whole street that has tiles have got bamboo in their roof. Oh. 
from from that bamboo. Like from the seeds bamboo. are blown. No one else grows it. Everyone oh, hates it. Tell you it. what, it's a weed, isn't it? And then you know what happens? You get an infestation of pandas. <laughs> Man, yeah. Even if you cut them it's down, you got to poison the roots, don't mm, you? Yeah. Oh, we've tried yeah. from the road. Mm. We've tried. Oh. Everyone's tried. Well, Bob the Builder, if anyone tried. can fix it. Yes, you can. Yeah, but he doesn't want to fix it. He doesn't yeah. want to fix it. That's why he's a bad neighbour. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What do you reckon he's up to in there, Bob? <laughs> Mate, I, I'd like someone to find out how the hell can we kill bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what he's up to. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You go on the run right now. Where would you go? Could you disappear without a trace? How long could you go without getting caught? Eyes on. I've seen the ads for this rolling around, and I'm excited. Mm. For the first time yes. in a long time about a new show, uh, it's called Hunted. It premieres um, July 17, 7.30 on 10, and Dr. David Craig is on there. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Now, you're the head hunter. I am the chief the chief hunter, <laughs> rather better. than head hunter. better way to yeah, put yeah. it. So it involves 18 <laughs> ordinary Australians, and what do they have to do? They have to evade my team of expert hunters for 21 days. Wow. And my hunters are special forces, British intelligence, cybercrime experts, intelligence officers, surveillance officers, and I deploy them around the whole state of Victoria to try and find them. Easy. Yeah. Buy a burner phone, grab a couple <laughs> well, of cans of thing, baked though. beans, I and think, sayonara, baby. I think everyone thinks that, though. Yeah. I think that. I think everyone, when they see the ads for the show, you go, I, well, not even easy, but I could do that, or I would like the challenge of trying to do that. Yeah. Where did you buy the phone from? Exactly. What did you use? What card? Was there a, was there a camera there? I'm not going to tell what you. What card dropped you off? <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's it's not easy. All right, yeah. so how many cameras are around, and let's just say for Brizzy and stuff like that, that we're not aware of? Like, how much can you get access to? Because one day, Stab and I were walking around the river, right? Yeah. yeah. And they were just, we didn't never notice. And someone said over them, hi, Stav, hi, Abby. And we freaked out yeah. because there were cameras that people are obviously watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many cameras um, are in Brisbane currently, mm. um, but I, I can say that um, in the real law enforcement purposes, they're really good. I mean, we just yeah. solved a murder. We as a state solved that murder at Fortitude Valley Station. Mm-hmm. Someone was stabbed to death on the on the uh, train station on Monday morning, and the offender, the murderer, didn't even get to leave the train station because the police were monitoring those CCTV wow. cameras, responded, and they got the murder weapon, mm-hmm. and they got the offender, and that f- offender's no longer in, in, in community. Yeah, so amazing. there's a really good reason for, uh, for having it. As far as our show goes, uh, what we don't have access to is replicated. So if there's a, a, a camera there and the fugitives have walked past it and we ask for that footage, they will give us that footage. Right. Oh, can you use facial recognition technology as well? We use everything we can. Use stab it's, around, yeah. It's, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, Bunnings we, are at the moment. What's that? Have you heard about Bunnings that? and Kmart? Bunnings, yeah. Bunnings have got yeah, facial I, recognition. I haven't eaten a sausage for weeks. <laughs> 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 what about the danger then? It's probably very slight. But, you know, like if, if you're watching a movie and they, they're making a homemade explosive device, they, don't, they won't show you the proper ingredients. Speaking like a criminal, yeah. you want to know. Well, these people are showing you how to evade you. And if they're successful at it, people that will need that skill down the line could learn how to evade you from the show. Yeah, look, uh, that's a good point. I mean, if if they learn from this show, then they're not very good criminals to start with. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> those criminals of a high calibre, mm, yeah. um, well, there are methods that are, are still not publicly available mm. and none of those are revealed. So that's yeah. very well right, protected. Okay. Mm. But having said that, mm. everything apart from those very few things mm. are, are all at my disposal in Hunter HQ, the technology that oh. I've got is unbelievable. They, okay. they, they, they replicated it very, very well. Mm. 
You've had the most amazing career and you've written so many books as well. And one of the books, um, Lie Catcher, which I'm always fascinated. What is the dead giveaway when people are lying? Like what's the first three things that you will look at when you ask them a question to see whether they're lying? Their blink rate. The, the blink rate of their eyes changes. Now all of a sudden I'm blinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it doesn't mean they're lying just because they blink quickly. Yeah. No. Usually it just shows that there's a higher cognitive load and that they're thinking more about their mind and that mm. your eyelids sort of flutter. So if you're ever getting questioned by a detective, guys, start blinking profusely from the minute you walk in the door, and they'll <laughs> think that's your case. normal blink rate. That's right. That's, that's been done a number of times, or put in matchsticks, so your eyes... Because yeah. <laughs> um, you were a detective for many years. Yeah, I was a detective superintendent in the Australian Federal Police. So you are way up. You would have seen and been a part of some highly confidential stuff. Yes, I, I was. I, I got a, uh, I've done a number of international operations, and... Uh, both covert and overtly um, in Australia and overseas and uh, a, a number of training exercises. And this show, Hunted, replicates the real thing as close as it could be yeah. without it being real. It's, mm. um, yeah, all, all I do is my job. That's it, just what I do. You'd, you'd still be taking a lot of that confidential information to, to your grave because I guess you, there'd be stuff that you still couldn't tell people about now that you're retired from that. Oh, absolutely. There's very strict conditions on how much uh, I can talk about, particularly technologies that uh, haven't been revealed yet mm -hmm. and information, there's certain information that is simply na national security mm -hmm. information and, and I will never share any of that. When you say technologies, you mean like stuff for the military and things that you know about? Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, now you want to know. I know I do. <laughs> well, you're also, you're also the um, security guard for prime ministers. Yeah, I did some personal protection for mm. um, yeah for Bob Hawke, John Howard, and um, uh, Paul Keating. Do and they have to ask you which way you vote before you do that? That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Who had the most threats against them? Uh, Pauline was very well. Uh, people loved her. She mm. was very polarizing. They loved her or they hated her. Mm. Either way. Um, people wanted to come up and talk to her, and as yeah. her uh, personal protection, it's very, um, very generous when everyone wants to come up and meet or hug mm -hmm. or punch yeah. Yeah. the person you're meant to be protecting. So I was going to yeah. say the other, the easiest one would have been Bob Hawke because everyone loved him, just like hanging out. But then people also loved him, so they wanted to go up and approach him, mm. and then it becomes mm. dangerous. Yeah, exactly right. And yeah. you don't know if they're just going in for a hug or yeah. if they've got a, a concealed edge weapon or something. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese prime minister was just assassinated. The former one. Yeah. Uh, the former one. Sorry. Yeah. Former. And former. You like. I don't know whether he had protection at the time. Do you know anything I, about that? Or? I don't know anything apart from what I've seen on the media, but I would yeah. expect as a former Prime Minister speaking publicly, he would have had some protection there, and mm. clearly there's been some intelligence breakdown uh, in, in that process. Yeah, and I imagine that would be... Um, I mean, you were successful with all of all of your protection, but I imagine that would be really hard. Be it's a huge responsibility, yeah. and then you would take on the as security take on the responsibility there. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people think you just well, you know go to the gym and then walk around in, in a suit, and, mm. and uh, that's not the case at all. There's actually a lot of, you know, there's field intelligence to look at, there's constant profiling of every single person you look at mm. uh, to identify if there's any threat there. You know, it's, it's actually very exhausting work. You must do that in your everyday life as well. Like you see something and you must record in your brain <laughs> drivers, like you know, like uh, number plates or what they looked like. Um. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're excited for this show. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Sunday, 7.30, 10, 10 play. Uh, David Craig, the head hunter. Thank you for your time this morning. Thanks very much, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Gold medal scam. Fell victim to a scam. 
This is an unbelievable story. Mm. I'm fascinated by people that uh, commit fraud and it's like they don't believe it's wrong uh, yeah. or they believe the lies that they're giving and they're so convincing mm. to other people that they just go, I had no reason not to believe like that Tinder swindler. Yes, mm. those people are just fascinated by it because they, he hasn't given up the thing. He keeps going mm. and he keeps mm. thinking he hasn't done anything wrong. And this, Maybe he's telling the truth. Okay, this lady is the block con woman. Her real name is uh, Amis and she's originally Hungarian-born. Right. And she was the one that bid on uh, a house, Jimmy and Tams, who live here in Brizzy, mm-hmm. bid on their house and they won because of it. So she bid $4.2 million. This was her talking. 1500 1500 more? Yep. Okay. Happy? Yeah. $4,250,000. <laughs> yeah. Not my mouth. They ended up winning the block because she was the highest bidder. Um, they still got the cash for winning it because uh-huh. they were like, there was another bidder that was still higher, so you still would have won. Uh-huh. Uh, but they had to put it back on the market. And she had been sending pay slips to fool the show into believing that she could buy it, and uh-huh. then it just never came about. The money never was Because not there. anybody can go to those auctions. You've got to prove that you have the money. Yeah, uh, right? and so I think she... she's some sort of online IT girl. So she could manage to docker up those up and set them all up. But she doesn't have any money. Like, she's not rich at all, is she? It was just all... That no was one all knows much about her. No, she didn't have the money to do it, so the sale didn't go through. And then recently she turned up in a Portugal um, island, and mm. she was in love with a millionaire there. Okay. Uh, and she was the perfect girlfriend for a few months until she stole all his electronics, oh. didn't pay the rent, and then she went on the run again. How, is, how strange. Get a millionaire boyfriend and then flog his DVD and Blu-ray player. It did seem a bit like... <laughs> He'd have the most expensive <laughs> one. Like, I've got your microwave. See you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> like, why not just take some cash? Maybe she should take some cash as well. But this is the strangest one, right? Yeah. So a few months ago, Mm. she's popped up and she has enlisted with the Ukraine army. Okay. To fight over there, and she's had photos of her with guns as part of, you know, the international thing when anyone could sign up for Mm, it. mm. So she signed up shortly after it happened on April the 8th, and she's been there for a few months. She's complained that she didn't want to wear the uniform. She's like, this is all I wear, which is a uniform. You're in the army. Do you think? Do you think she heard that the um, the president or the prime minister was an actor, and she thinks the whole thing's a reality TV show, and she wanted to be on it? So she has used a real name when she signed up for it Truman because Chef. they've yeah. asked for the military service of foreign citizens contract. Yeah. So she has given her real name, right. but not just that. She's become the PR spokesperson for them. Oh. So she has. Uh, she's now speaking mm-hmm. at a press conference for all the foreign people that have signed up. Right? Mm. <laughs> she knows how to spin a story, doesn't she? Well, this is her talking. So the purpose of this is for us to be able to tell what is really happening in the Legion and how things really are. I would like to ask everyone to respect the family's privacy and not ask questions. We have released a public statement, and uh, that's as much as we are going to comment on this. Imagine if someone's in the press conference like, ah, uh, it's a question. What happened with that block stuff? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty hectic. Someone's obviously recognised it to be able to send it around. True, true. Isn't that just bizarre? That someone can just keep going and believe the lies that they're being able to give. Well, I guess the other way, it's just that people keep going. You just don't hear about what they've done because they just don't keep getting weirder and weirder into more adventures. Like the movie of her life is going to be very interesting. Oh. Mm. Going to need 15 writers for it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Story>. <laughs> 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys ever been going through customs at an airport and you have a hot flash where you're like, oh my God, did I take that out of my bag or have I left it in there? Yeah, we got in trouble in the US. What did you have? Cocaine. Uh, okay. um, uh, <laughs> forbidden items. Uh, we were taking cigars from Cuba. Oh. Uh, and you weren't even allowed to visit Cuba. Oh. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, Weren't so, you? You're allowed to go there at all. No, not if you're from the US, so you had to go mm. through Mexico. And um, and these ones were stamped Cuba, and we had some other ones that were from a farmer mm. um, from Cuba, and they weren't stamped. So the, uh, the US um, customs, and it's pretty serious. They take them into another room and burn them, and they yeah. say, do you want to come and watch? No. Well, like, n- depends n- on what they're burning here. <laughs> you tell me the thing you're burning, and I'll tell you if I want to go. The in. guy was saying to me, he goes, so these ones are from Mexico, aren't they? You know, a bit of like wink wink. Nah, nah. And Scotty kept going, nah, 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 yeah. they're Cuban. He goes, no, mate, they're from Mexico. And he goes, no, honestly, they're from Cuba. We went to a farmer and the guy was like, is this your, is this your new husband? Because he said we were there on a honeymoon. He goes, He's not smart. And I went, no, I love him. <laughs> he doesn't want the paperwork. You know, the guy at customs like, I don't want the Yeah, no, nah, they're Cuban. The guy, when he was strapping this stuff to me, he said, he swore. He swore they were Cuban. Um, but this one is a bit strange. You know I love me subways. Yes, you, know, you I, do. I was assistant manager, manager of the Stones Corner store for a lot of And one day you can years. open your own. I could. I could. Um, but uh, a model was getting on a plane uh, from Indonesia. And um, she was uh, a bit peckish, so mm. she bought <laughs> she bought a foot long sub, right? And she ate six inches uh, at the gate, waiting for the plane to board. And then she thought, you know what? That other half is going to be perfect halfway through this flight when I get a little bit hungry, and they're only offering me a bag of nuts. I'm going to have a foot long sub. They don't mind. You can bring what was the present. subway? Uh, well, this is what got her in trouble because she forgot about it after that. Probably had a couple. It's an international flight. You're allowed to do that. And then when she was going through customs, she ticked the little box. She had nothing to declare, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She didn't think she had anything to declare. Nope. Uh, but when they got through customs, they pulled the six-inch out of her bag, and she got a $2,500 fine because it had lettuce and chicken from and another country. And they're banned. Yeah, well, it's from another country. Well, if you can afford lettuce, she can probably afford the fine. <laughs> I feel like saying, True. can you just go, I'm so sorry about that, but I haven't actually entered. Do you mind if I sit down and eat it? Oh, yeah. Mm. And yeah, I wash I'm my hands after. Like, I'm still here. Mm. My mistake. I'm actually going to go back to the plane. Mm. Munch, munch. I'll come back. Because <laughs> so I don't understand anyone that orders a footlog and doesn't eat it. Like, I would eat the whole thing. In one go. Yeah. Or yeah, I, I like her thinking, though. Like, I might get hungry halfway through a plane and then I'll just have my food there. Have food there. Rather, but you have to wait for it. She could go into that six inch whenever she wants. But couldn't you just say that she got it from the food court in the airport? No. Well, you wouldn't have gone you to a food gone. court. You, can, you don't. They don't what do you, <laughs> is there no food courts on the other side? Not when you side? land back. You've got to go straight through customs. They don't say, would you like some beverage food? For oh, us? Oh, Otherwise, thought, you could set up a sweet <laughs> deal with the guy at Subway when you get out and you haven't gone through customs. <laughs> no, no. I thought, there, I thought there might have been a food court on the other side of customs in case you were still like, 100% cruising not. On. No, you've got to go straight uh, through to customs. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise not pass, you could easily. Yeah. Right. To yeah. Mm. Subway. Mm. Yeah. It's been a long time since you travelled overseas, right? It's been years. <laughs> it's really people are, people are saying that. Why is our government so dramatic? Surely they could have given you a warning, all that sort of stuff. But, you know. Well, do they the, are very do the crime. thorough mm. when you go through. Do the crime, do the time. <laughs> she bought a Subway. That is a large fine. What are you in for? Oh. Uh, I, bought a, I don't want to say. No, I'm, a sub, say I'm a sub smuggler. Yeah. It was a six inch <laughs> that got me here. Yeah, I had Ironic. six inches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.